Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us in the Weekly Standard is Bill Crystal. And Bill, I want to start with a big question. Do you think that this election is over in the sense that Hillary Clinton can't be beaten? No. I mean, I think after this year, first of all, it would be foolish to assume that you know, you can't have huge swings. Uh, there are a lot of obvious things out there that could really damage Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's one thing people haven't processed enough. Uh, is Julian Assange making it up when he says he has emails uh, from the Clinton Foundation to the State Department or among the Clinton aides that suggest even worse behavior? We don't know. I don't like Julian Assange, but he's not, you know, he's often, when he said he had things in the past, he often has had them. So I know she remains unbelievably vulnerable. Even in this collapse of Trump over the last two weeks, uh, she's having trouble getting above 45 percent of the vote. Yeah, let's before we get to Trump, which, of course, is where we're headed. Just think about the we've had horrible economic growth numbers come out. We have this uh, uh, Middle Eastern fiasco, evidence of manipulation of data in the Pentagon because of pressure from the White House. And I'm leaving things out, too. What? What else has happened the last year? She was Secretary of State. I mean, here's what Trump should be saying. He gave a foreign policy speech yesterday, Mm -hmm. right? Is it that hard for him to say she was Secretary of State? There was an Iranian youth revolution that could really have weakened or toppled the Iranian regime. We did nothing. Uh, In Iraq, we pulled out. This point he did make in passing. We pulled out and left no force there, and Hillary Clinton said nothing. In Syria, we did nothing. That's a point Trump can't make because he's an anti-interventionist in Syria. And we've now had a civil war that's totally destabilized the region, 500,000 deaths, the growth of ISIS. That's the single most important part of the growth of ISIS. Afghanistan, a surge while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. She testified for it to Congress. And now uh, Obama's pulled out. He announced he's pulling out even as he did the surge. And the uh, capital of Helmut province is falling to the Taliban. The Iran deal, which Hillary Clinton supports, and now Iran is is as reckless as ever in seizing American and British subjects and in, uh, in, in sponsoring terrorism and so forth. Is it that hard to make a critique? Leave aside the the, the ethics. Leave aside the uh, emails, corruption, the emails. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, her most recent job was Secretary of State of the United States. Do people believe that the Obama administration has been a success in foreign policy? What can she? point to. There's really nothing. And then you have breaking events like pallets full of cash going to the Iranians. You have breaking right. events like the uh, uh, this surge in, a, in high-profile attacks on the police and then people, if not defending the police, expressing you know, uh, concerns in an arena that seems this dangerously anti-police. So why isn't Trump winning? He could be or, or a Republican candidate could be or even a Trump-like Republican candidate whom I wouldn't agree with on some things could be if you get any discipline. And ultimately, you do have to cross that credibility bar of just being a plausible president. And I think the main thing that's happened in the last two weeks is he has fallen short of that. And you can't get people to listen to you, make the case on issues – if they don't think you are just a plausible person to have the office in the first place, if you're a major party candidate. Jeff Anderson has a good piece in the New Weekly Standard. He makes this point. The issues are all going in the Republican direction. And as you say, the latest developments are reinforcing the Republican critique. And Trump himself saw that a little bit. That's why I think at the convention he had a chance and he actually pulled even. What was his message in that convention speech? I am the law and order candidate. He right. led with that. He repeated it. That was I saw that on headlines of newspapers the next day on radio. I heard it and stuff. Okay, we hit, what's happening in Milwaukee? A total breakdown of law and order. And as you said, a lot of liberals and Democrats are being very equivocal in what should be done. I mean, this is the moment for a tough Richard Nixon law and order message, which is what Trump wanted to do. 
it seemed, two weeks ago. Instead, he's attacking the New York Times. He's tweeting away. He's giving incoherent foreign policy speeches. I mean the campaign does matter. And the convention, for all that I didn't like it much and I don't like Trump and all that, the convention was a moderately successful organized attempt to create a message for him, which pulled him about even. And he has just blown it over the last okay, two weeks. So- I just got off the phone. While you were talking, I got a tweet from real Donald Trump with his Twitter <laughs> handle. He asked with a direct message asking me to reach out to you and make Bill Crystal Donald Trump's campaign manager. What are your three tactics? What are the three things you say to your brand new client, Donald J. Trump? Well, Donald J. Trump should withdraw from the race because I honestly I think – I do think that's a case where you and I have talked about the Republican brand over the years. The Donald Trump brand is now so damaged, I mm-hmm. think, that it's very hard. He could give speeches that you and I loved on law and order, right. on foreign policy, on economic policy. And I just think people would look at it and say, wait a second, but still this guy would have to would be in the Oval Office. And look mm-hmm. what a flake he's turned out to be and look how irresponsible. Let me add a number to, to that, a new number. Only 17 percent of Americans say that they believe Donald Trump has the temperament to be president. And when you think about hiring an executive, I mean, that temperament, attitude, that's the th- that and leadership are the, the two elements. No, that's a good way of putting it. I mean, the guy comes in with a great memo about what sure. should be done to fix your company, but if he's not... So then you tell the guy... So what happens? You tell the guy, hey, love, thanks for the memo. I'll pay you for the memo, but we're going to hire this other guy right. to implement it. And that is actually where the Republican Party is now. If, if Donald Trump you know, just decided, I don't want to do this anymore and disappear tomorrow and the nominee were... Any of a broad swath of people, I'm not mm-hmm. sure who it should be, but a kind of Republican senator or governor mm-hmm. or Mike Pence, the VP candidate, I think the Republicans would have a chance to win this race. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hillary Clinton has a real 10-point lead over the Republican candidate. She has a 10-point lead over Donald Trump, mm-hmm. which is why it's so frustrating for some of us. To okay, I just got another tweet, direct okay. message. Donald Trump says he's very unhappy with your first suggestion that he drop out. So he's about to pull the you're fired button. What other suggestions do you have well, for no, Honestly, honestly, it would be to, to what we were talking about a little bit. He should be going on and on about law. He should take two or three issues where there's a genuine difference between him and Hillary Clinton. And it's a difference where he's on the side of most Republicans. So he's not spending all of his time fighting with the Republicans and turn it into a more normal conservative liberal race. And if he can have, be, have the conservative message on law and order, if he can have the conservative message on building up the military and not being pitifully weak abroad, the Russians are flying Russian planes out of Iran to bomb positions they they want to bomb in Syria. How could that be happening? Right. I mean, that's America got so weak that the Russians in Iran are now dominating the battlefields of the Middle East. What are the implications of that? So you've got Milwaukee. You've got what's happening in Iran. You have poor economic growth, which – and you know, on some of that, he's even – he gave an adequate speech a week ago, which most Republicans and we at the Weekly Standard said it was pretty good. Fred Barnes had a good piece about it. What happened to that? So hammer away on those three themes, the economy, foreign policy, law order. Uh, do it in a very – in a controlled way. It could be tough. He can be a little colorful. But, he, but he's now spending all his time attacking either the media, which is sort of pointless. They're not on the ballot. Or other Republicans. Or the cons. Yeah, or, or, or gold star families. Yeah. yeah. OK. Uh, so I just got another tweet. They're coming. Trump you're is in constant, You're in constant communication, Michael. <laughs> he says, this is a step in the right direction. What about for Trump the man? You just described Trump the candidate. But we're hiring a, a person, yeah. a man or woman for this job. What would be your suggestions there as the campaign manager? I mean you could argue – and I just don't know the answer on this because he's so unusual. You could argue with you know three months left basically, two and a half, three months left. 
If he just does this for two, three, four weeks, he overcomes his previous image. Let's take your analogy of hiring the guy. He's got a bad reputation. He right. does he does a horrible first interview. But nonetheless, if he sort of changes and you notice he's changed after three, four weeks, maybe you go ahead and hire him or feel comfortable hiring him. Maybe he has to say at some point, you know what, that first interview, I don't know what I was thinking. I, right. I was out of I was out of uh, control there. I, I, I shouldn't have said some day. of these things. Yeah. I still think he needs a little bit of that kind of pivot, as they keep saying, where he sort of could tell people, yeah, I realize that that stuff was different. I, it's the door. It's getting late for that, honestly. What are we now? Two weeks past the conventions, mm-hmm. I guess. And, you know, people are beginning, I would say, my sense is people are beginning to say, you know what? We've seen quite a lot of that guy. We're making up our minds. That's what you're seeing in the polls. I think he might have still another week or two to open their minds back up. If these polls are still where they are on Labor Day, at that point, I think people might just click in. Then the drama all becomes, can the Republicans hold the Senate? Can they hold the House? How, how, how much do you distance yourself from Trump? I think he has a couple of weeks to sort of at least begin to chip away at the lead, Hillary Clinton. He's given Hillary Clinton. She hasn't earned it. She, what has she done, incidentally? It's impressive. Over the less the she does, the higher her numbers you know, and that, and That's the one thing they seem you know, to have learned. I mean, they're <laughs> keeping her pretty quiet and pretty restrained, and that's probably right. sensible. But it, it, the degree to which he has booted this away rather than her winning it really is striking. You know, uh, uh, old school California consultant from back in the day, Hal Avery, used to say that his best candidate was the one who wrote him a check for $100,000 and left the country. And Hillary Clinton has learned that, you know, why, you know, stand up in front of a friendly crowd, give them a bunch of pablum about, you know, stronger together, kick Trump right. a few times and go home. Everyone right. gets it. One last message from Trump, because apparently he's got to go uh, do a uh, radio interview in Connecticut, a state yeah, he plans right. to carry right after New Mexico. What about the debate? What is Bill Crystal's advice to Donald Trump on how to debate? I think totally focus on the two or three issues you want to draw the distinction. I mean, this notion that he's going to go – I mean, Republicans and conservatives who are friendly to Trump are thrilled at the idea of him going after crooked Hillary. I mean, I think that is pretty well out there. He's not going to convince anyone in those 90 minutes who's or for whom her crookedness is not already a showstopper that it is, right? Is he going to have a new piece of evidence that the House Republicans haven't done a good job of putting out? He you needs know. to say over and over again, look, if you like this level of economic growth, if you like this foreign policy, if you like what's happening in the streets of Milwaukee – both for Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, but you know that what what they want. You know what the Trump fans are they want. But you need they, to they win want. sometimes. You need to ignore your fans. This, they, you and I were talking about this before. You've run uh, campaigns. One of the hardest things in campaigns mm-hmm. is to get beyond your own rooting section. Exactly. That that's not what you need. Mm-hmm. They're already for you. You need to persuade the people who aren't for you. You know those. Um, uh, those uh, melodramas that uh, community theaters just play all the time where at the end there was a scene and that's why you, Dr. Johnson, murdered, you know, whatever. Right. The, but that, that's what Team Trump want. They want right. him to, And that's why in Benghazi, when you were working with your allies from the Kenyan Socialist Network of Spies, and, and that's why Vince Foster's body is buried there today. I mean, you can see what they want. That's from what they want. Days. It's what Trump wants, incidentally. That's why he liked the birther stuff back in 2011. <laughs> and they think it's that Hillary Clinton is going to crumple, I suppose, when <laughs> Waves when Trump turns to I her. Confess. Yeah, exactly. That's it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's not Perry Mason. It's a political campaign. Well, Bill Crystal, I just got the final text. You're fired. Sorry, you didn't you. get the job. Okay, from, uh, but you, you but you're always welcome here on the Weekly Standard podcast. I appreciate that, Michael. <laughs> You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates, as well as the new Crystal Clear podcast available at podcast1.com and on iTunes. I'm your host, Michael Graham.